Hey everybody, my name is Pastor Colt. Welcome to the Daily Devos for Kids and Adults podcast. I got thinking about the Olympics and I noticed that Europe had never won a gold medal in basketball. You know why? Well, Europe isn't a country. Okay, that wasn't a very good one. Here, here's another one. What does an angry bunny and a pro basketball player have in common? The answer, mad hops. I don't know. If you remember last time, uh, Jesus and the disciples were crossing the Sea of Galilee and the disciples were all worried that they hadn't uh, brought enough bread with them and Jesus used this as an opportunity to teach them about sufficiency. That he, right, that Jesus was sufficient. He was enough in that situation and any other situation. So now they get to Bethesda and the next story that unfolds is not unrelated to that experience of the disciples in the boat. Let me show you what I mean as we walk through this. We are in Mark chapter 8, verses 22 through 26. You can find that text in the episode description if you do not have a Bible handy. You could pause the podcast and have somebody read it. If you're in the car, don't have the driver read it, though. So they, they travel up to Bethesda. And it's on the, the top of the Sea of Galilee, uh, if you're trying to find that on a map. So now, when he got there, some people brought a blind man to him and begged Jesus to touch him. That's a little bit interesting of Mark to word things like this. Obviously, what the people wanted uh, was this man to be healed. They wanted him to be able to see. The man is described to us by his infirmity, that he was blind. And they brought him to Jesus because they wanted him to be able to to see. They didn't want him to be blind anymore. In fact, over and over in this passage, Mark uses words like see and look or sight. In the Greek, there, there are eight different words to make this point. If we back up to verse 18 where Jesus is on the boat with the disciples, after they are talking about the fact that they didn't bring enough bread, Jesus says, having eyes, do you not see? What were the the disciples to see that they were missing? Well, we said that it was the fact that Jesus was sufficient. He was all they needed, right? Jesus took care of the hunger of thousands of people, Didn't they believe that Jesus would take care of them too? They just didn't see it. They didn't get it. So now some people are bringing a blind man to to Jesus. And Jesus uses this healing to make a point. And it's 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 an important point. And one at the same time is a little bit confusing. Let's talk about it. First, These people ask Jesus to touch this man. And the question that comes to our minds, at least it comes to my mind, is did Jesus really need to touch this guy to heal him? Now, obviously, the answer to that question is no. Jesus healed people in a variety of ways. He was close to them and talked to them. He uh, was not close to them and just said, go home, your your son will be healed. Uh, One time, he just shouted into the, tomb and a dead man who wasn't dead anymore came out. 
In this case, Jesus took the man and went outside the village. He led him by the hand because the guy couldn't see. Some people say that Jesus did this because he wanted to be alone with him. Well, I don't think that's the right answer because in just a minute, Jesus is going to ask the man what he's going to what he sees, and he says that he sees people. So they weren't alone. It would also be foolish to think that the people that brought this man to Jesus didn't follow them outside of the village. But I'm sure that the village was loud, and certainly there was more people there in the village than that gathered to hear the conversation between Jesus and the man outside the village, and they could hear that conversation a little better. But whatever the the reason was, Jesus took him outside the village a little bit. He used some spit, and he put it on his eyes, and then uh, laid hands on him and asked him if he could see anything. But let me just pause for a moment again. Again, why did Jesus spit on him? Certainly that's a little bit gross, and it is not, I repeat, not an excuse for you to spit on one another reenacting this. In this time that this was written, spit was thought to have some healing properties, and it wouldn't have been that uncommon. We'll just leave it there. Jesus also laid hands on him. This wouldn't have been uncommon either. Some go back to the Old Testament. Uh, They think of stories like Naaman, a Syrian general that had leprosy, and he wanted Elisha to to heal him. Remember this story? It's back in 2 Kings chapter 5, if you want to look it up. Elisha told him to, to go dip himself seven times in the Jordan River, and Naaman got really mad because he thought that Elisha should have just waved his hands over him, laid hands on him, and healed him. I don't know if people would have thought about this instance in the Old Testament. Certainly in the Old Testament, there were laying on of hands as a symbol of bestowing God's holy and healing power to sinful people. So what this could illustrate is Jesus himself bestowing the power of God. In this instance, spiritual sight to one who was unworthy to receive it. And I I think that's a good point, that spiritual sight comes through God himself. Let me just ask you this question, and perhaps it will help us see, no pun intended, this more clearly. How is it that you and I understand God's truth? How do we understand the, the gospel? And the answer to that question is that God himself has shown it to us. God has revealed his truth to us in the pages of of scripture. And the Holy Spirit has worked to help us understand and, and see it more clearly, has to see it for what it is, truth. So Jesus puts spit on him, lays hands on this blind man, and then asks him if he sees anything. And what happens next is really interesting. And that is the man is partially healed. We would think that Jesus would have healed him right away, but he was partially healed. He said that he could see people, but they looked like trees walking, like big blobs, I would guess. Now, a couple things. This is the only story in the Bible, in all four Gospels, where Jesus heals somebody, and there was a partial healing at first. This isn't the norm, but Jesus was using this all to make a point. Of course, Jesus then laid his hands on him again, and this time the man could see perfectly. 
Some of the faith healer kind have used this story to prove that healing doesn't always happen all the way, always. That we have to keep trying and people just have to believe more. Well, those miss the point of this story. The passage makes no reference to the man's lack of faith as a reason for why he wasn't healed all the way the first time. It was all about Jesus making a point. And the point was really for the disciples who would come to believe, but their belief wouldn't just happen on its own. It, it, belief doesn't happen in a vacuum. You see, the ability to see, to, to see physically or spiritually is a gift of God. And the disciples had spent a lot of time with Jesus and their faith came in, in stages. And we see this throughout scripture. They didn't understand things at all at the beginning. And then they seem to, to kind of grasp things, but they misunderstand things. And then eventually they come to fully understand things. It's, it's really a fascinating way to look at the disciples' faith. And we are like this too, that eventually when we understand the gospel, we do so not because we are smarter than other people or because we're better than other people who do not grasp it, but we understand it because the Spirit of God revealed it to us. Perhaps we need to take some time and spend some time in prayer asking the Lord to, to lead and guide us to the truth, to, to show us the truth in the, in the pages of Scripture to, to help us to really understand and grasp the, the gospel ourselves so that we might effectively point others to the truth of the gospel and that the Spirit of God would then open their eyes so that they could see it and that they would place their faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone and that they would truly see him as their Lord and Savior. Join me next time for more of the daily devotional podcast for kids and adults. My name is Colt Robinson. I'm the pastor at Bethel Church in Yale, South Dakota. You can find us online at BethelMBChurch.org. You can find this podcast on the web at DailyDevosForKids.com or wherever you like to get your podcasts. If you have questions or comments, a joke idea, don't hesitate to have an adult help you. Reach out to me on the website or use the message feature in the episode description. Adults, if you like this podcast, please share it and give a good rating on your podcast app, which will help others find it. And I will see you next time.